And welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H-Town podcast coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with Cod Heston Equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. And it's our last one of 2023, Susan. That is true. I don't plan to record on Christmas Day. No, huh? No, we're going to we're gonna be out till 2024. So our next one that comes to you will be on the new year. It will be. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, We've had, I think this is, out of everything, I think this is our 51st yeah, episode. Yeah, it is because I remember when I heard you say last time after we were, after we concluded, then mm-hmm. you said it was 50. Yeah, 51st. And I feel extremely sad that we didn't um, Celebrate promote it? that yeah, right. because 50 is the golden anniversary. And I feel like there would have been a lot of people in the community that brought gold cupcakes, gold coins, really? gold, gold punch. I would have settled for gold Reese's peanut butter cups in the little minis, but that's just me. I'm simple. Are you I'm saying I'm not? No, I no. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm high maintenance and demanding. No, no, no. I will okay. let anyone well, else I've talk about that. I will not. I will say but... a word about that. I just want to say that I'm really glad that we're just audio today, because mm-hmm. I do know how bad I look. I. I, I I'm not there's I I don't know how to field a question like that. Or <laughs> I just wanted out. to see I'm what just, you would say. I'm gonna let that go right between just the old it, wickets. You'll just and set go, it right yeah, there, right between the wickets, and let that error commit itself. Okay. So I am looking at this though. We have had over three thousand downloads of the podcast. Yeah, those aren't listens; those are downloads. We have no idea how many people listen, but we know we have people out there. It is exciting. It is, and we got a couple of guests today. We do, and I didn't even train one of them. I said one of them is a regular. He's probably going to replace me in 2024. But I, <laughs> So on, only thing that anyone needs to know is I, look how close I get to the microphone, so you don't have to do that. That's okay. Rusty just turns it down. That's okay. We're, we're flying. We're, we're good to go. Yeah, we got a couple of guests. And, and Kendra Davila, did I say it right? Kendra Davila. Yeah. Davila. Names are tough. Is here with us, and we get to talk with you about some cool stuff. And also, Chris Eilert's going to talk a little bit about holiday safety coming up. You bet. Right. Yeah. That'd absolutely. be awesome. Yeah. Well, um, I'll just start. Kendra, roll, roll, roll. Um, I want you to just maybe tell our listeners a little backstory because you do have some history, not only in Harvey County, because we're kind of fe- featuring a, a Harvey County organization, but you mm-hmm. have a lot of history in Heston. So give us the Reader's Digest version of your life. Sure. Well, I am so excited to be with you today and talking with you and on your 51st episode. 51st, that, yeah. That is exciting. That's a new milestone, right? Every every episode, every week. Right? Pretty uh, much. Uh, it's an, it, every, it's a, everything every, is a big deal that's to right. us. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be. It's a fun thing you're doing to, yeah. to cheerlead the community and mm-hmm. what you're doing, um, encouraging conversation and community. Yeah. Uh, so I grew up in Heston and I was here with my family. I have um, two older brothers and a twin sister, mm-hmm. and I had Susan as a teacher in sixth grade, and the best teacher. I told ever. her to say all of that, and I didn't Your even know you had a twin yeah. sister. That's how unalert I was the whole time. I'm like, man, she's in here all the time. Detention every day. Yeah, um, I can see her dropping the detention slips. Yeah. 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 So it's it's fun now as an adult to be able to work alongside Susan in a couple of different capacities and going to church together, which I really appreciate, knowing someone over a mm-hmm. lifetime or a lifespan right. in different capacities. Right. So that leads me into kind of the work that I'm doing that I'll talk about here in a little bit. Awesome. All right. Well, Kendra, Peace Connections really is a countywide organization, and a lot of people are still learning to know about your important work. So maybe just 
give us a little bit about the history that you just celebrated <laughs> your 40th anniversary on a very rainy evening. Yeah, it feels like a, a miracle to celebrate 40 years of the work that we're doing in the community, and that predates me. So anytime I talk <laughs> about something 40, I get very excited because that means that there's a lot of investment from a lot of people mm -hmm. over a long span. And originally it started with people going to Druber's Donuts, having coffee and solving the world's problems, which people still do, right? That's you true, still yeah. go and, and talk through what's um, going on in your community, problems you're facing, and just dreaming of the future, how to make it a better community for you, your family, and your kids, right? And so our volunteers are still doing that. Mm -hmm. But it started with conversations at Drubers. Originally, it was around um, recycling. So there were farmers living in Harvey County who were going down to Wichita to pick up feed or whatever, and mm -hmm. they had empty trucks on their way down. They figured, well, I'm going, I may as well take some recyclables because they were doing recycling in Wichita at the time. Right. And so it was just people who very much cared about like environmental justice um, and that kind of thing. So they collected the recyclables and just did that. And it got to a point where Druber, I think, actually kicked them out of the upstairs because he was worried the floor would cave in. Oh, there gosh. was too many <laughs> glass yeah. bottles. Yeah, okay. Right? Too many yeah. glass bottles upstairs. And so they put some uh, collection bins in the alleyway, and then that became kind of a traffic nightmare. Then they put all of those collection bins at Dillon's, mm -hmm. and North and South Dillon's. And at some point the city said, oh, this is a big deal. People care about this. Yeah. And the city took it over. And that was in the um, mid-80s. Okay. And that was just something that people cared about. And that was really fun. And after that became a success, there were lots of initiatives, some around like protesting nuclear arms around mm -hmm. the Gulf War, some about taking farm equipment down to El Salvador during a drought. And I hear lots of stories from my uncle because he was involved in that. Okay. Um, things about like starting community gardens and just places where people said, I can invest in this part of my community. I can right. make it better for everyone. And we're still doing that 40 years later. So. Wow. I didn't even know all that. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool to see how an idea blossomed. But we've mm -hmm. talked about that, how ideas do, and they they can foster growth with the right, with the right sprinkling of the proper watering of the idea, I guess. Right, so. yeah. So right now, Peace Connections, did it ever have a different name? Yeah, it started as the Newton Area Peace Center okay. um, in 1983. And in 2000, the name changed to Peace Connections, like mm -hmm. it okay. is now. And along with the name change was a shift in focus to a more local initiatives, thinking you can make more impact um, where you live. Uh, talking also about um, kind of anti-poverty or poverty reduction initiatives, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. thinking that there will not be peace in your home or in your community if there are people living without the resources they need um, right. to live with. So dignity. true. And so really that local focus. We started talking initially, and now our longest running program is a, a SEEK. So it's a summer enrichment activities for kids. It's a summer lunch program, and it really started with someone asking the question, what do kids do in the summer when the schools don't provide lunch? Yeah. And with that, there were volunteers from um, our organization, from the school, from many nonprofits in the area who just got together and said, we can figure this out. That's not a hard thing to do. And now since 2007, we've been running a summer lunch program, always partnering that with some kind of activity so we can help the kids learn and build Great. connections and provide lunch. And now they're doing it in Heston, too. Mm -hmm. And we'll forever celebrate that. It's a cool thing. Yeah. It, it really is. It just it, It's a different way of reaching people that may not know that they, there is a need. And yeah. they, now you've reached that and you're bridging a gap and that type of thing. And I don't imagine there's too many people that are unaware that, 
hungry people make poor choices. <laughs> but, you know, I think that, it, I mean, it's really cool that we have these two guests here today that um, understand one another's work. And I, I just think about how, you know, there was probably a time that I have even said, oh, take care of your own kids, feed them lunch in the summer. But mm-hmm. um, it just doesn't happen. And so why punish a child. So you, you have a variety of programs. Seek is one. What are some other things going on over there? Yeah, the biggest program that we run starting in 2009 is called Harvey County Circle of Hope. And I think we're actually better known for, by that name than Peace Connections, mm-hmm. just because it is our biggest initiative. But it's also a relationship-based poverty reduction program. Initially, it starts with a 15-week financial management class for families living um, in poverty or around the poverty line, living with few resources. Mm-hmm. So in that class, we teach them some financial management skills, some about goal setting, but also just what it looks like to be a human in the world and understanding the larger context and like causes of poverty. So after people graduate that class, they are partnered with a volunteer ally or an intentional friend for a period of 18 months so they can learn to implement those skills they learned in the class. And so overall, it's about a two-year program. Um, So some working with families, living with few resources, helping them get ahead, but also working with community-based volunteers to better understand the barriers to getting ahead. Um, Mm -hmm. So then it's helping them understand so then we can all walk alongside each other, become better advocates and allies for helping everyone get ahead. I think you guys have um, led a couple poverty simulations in our area. Are, are you still available to do that? Yeah, we sure do. We just led one about two weeks ago over at WSU, and it's always great conversation because it's a great eye-opening experience for people who haven't lived that, mm-hmm. um, just kind of understanding how hard it can be to make good decisions when you don't have those tools at your fingertips. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we have those two main programs. Anything else? Yeah, we started, that's a great question, and I'll talk about all kinds of different initiatives all day. I don't, you didn't give me a time frame, so I will talk as long as you let me. Um, This spring, we started a new initiative called Laundry Love, and really what we're doing is we are going to the local laundromat, Sunshine Laundry, here in Harvey County, and we are paying for people's laundry, just making sure that they can have clean clothes and live with some dignity. Mm -hmm. And so we provide quarters and laundry detergent, as well as a free meal on the first Thursday of every month from six to eight over at Sunshine Laundry. And the first couple of times we went, people said, where's the hidden camera, right? Because they didn't know what that would be like. It's a weird thing to just kind of give out money like that. But it's also understanding that not everyone has access to clean laundry. And you just hold yourself differently when you have clean clothes. Mm -hmm. And if you're going in for a job interview or if you're sending your kids to school, you want to make sure everyone feels good, they look good, they have more confidence to live their life. And so that's been a very fun initiative this year. And just this past month, I think we washed uh, maybe 180 loads of laundry. Wow. Which shows there's a real need in our community. Yeah. And so where's that laundromat located? Is it a first and... In Meridian. Meridian, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so how can the citizens benefit? How do, how do people, why is this important? Let me rephrase that. Why is it important, That's this a, work? Yeah, certainly. I love this work because it helps um, increase our knowledge of just the community and the people around us. It helps us be good neighbors. So one story that I'll talk about is we... Um, not too long ago, we are talking about transportation at Circle of Hope and what it looks like to get around if you don't have a car. Because it is hard to get places. It's hard to carry your groceries, all of those things. And so someone was encouraging a participant to ride their bicycle. That makes sense, right? It's yeah. good for the environment. It's good for your health, all the exercise, all of that. 
and the person was adamantly opposed to it. They would not ride a bicycle. And eventually he said he grew up in a home and he had the assumption, if he saw someone riding a bicycle, that they were a drunk. Because the only people he knew who rode bicycles were people who had DUIs who had lost their licenses. <laughs> and so he made a lot of assumptions of others who rode bicycles and he didn't want people to assume that about him. Mm-hmm. But once he had this conversation and kind of opened up his eyes of you know a wider experience of who rides bikes, then I think he was a little bit more willing to do that because he knew others. So the importance is just knowing that other people might have different perspectives and just trying to make sure everyone has the tools they need. Awesome. So how do you get funded? How, how does this happen? Well, we have a really great community support. And so I think we're probably 60% funded by people in the community mm-hmm. who want to be good neighbors and want to help support the people around them. We have a really great support from local churches and from grants. It's a wide variety. Okay. You, one, I think one of the things is it's probably interesting to see the people who are, we've talked about it with the resource center, a little bit of people that have a pride. It's probably hard for some people to ask for that help. And, and it's probably bridging those gaps and, and trying to smooth out and say, hey, we are here to help you. It, you know, we're, we're in your corner. Yeah. Yeah, I would regularly talk about our program. It is um, a hand up, not a mm-hmm. hand out. And my predecessor, who was in this position before me, used to regularly say that for every dollar invested in our program, it made about $8 worth of impact in our community. Okay. I wouldn't say that because I'm not that smart enough to do that math, <laughs> um, but it's a good number I'll celebrate because it's helping people um, understand, like really learn the tools to move ahead. And so over time, we track people's income and we can see it going up. Mm-hmm. We can see how much people um, are paying on their debt and that kind of thing. Right. So really just being good community citizens. Yeah. Right. And it's and, work that can include everyone. And building those connections and relationships, which is huge. So um, what are the opportunities that you would say our listeners could um, engage in to support Peace Connections or just to support general um, missions that you're familiar with in our area? Yeah. Um, I think the best part, the easiest way to plug in is just being a good neighbor, knowing the people around you and the variety of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, for our program, I think our biggest need right now is for volunteer allies, so people who want to intentionally walk alongside others as they improve their life. And I would say that is the most life-giving part to me because every Tuesday night when I walk into our program, I just see so much potential in that room because everyone is there because they want to improve their life. And there is so much hope there. So I would say that is the best way that people can help support the program is just be a friend. The next is with our summer lunch program is we have um, local restaurants provide the meals, but then general um, community volunteers provide the activity. Mm. So if anyone wants to teach a 30 or lead a 30 minute activity, talk about what they do, um, it's all open. I mean, I'd say this last year, the most uh, impressive thing to the kids is we had the trash truck come out and they got to see it. And interesting. That was a favorite. That's so um, cool. That, along with um, trauma-informed yoga from heart to heart. Nice. Those were the two most attended days. Hmm. Interesting. Both of which surprised me, but just shows, like, the vastness of our community, mm-hmm. right? And, this, and the spectrum of interest, especially for kids. The spectrum of interest yeah. can always throw you for a loop in terms of what they, mm-hmm. what a kid finds incredibly interesting yeah. versus what you would think a kid would find very interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, how a hunting dog works is probably going to be more impressive than potholders because I was trying to think okay what could I teach I don't even make potholders but I don't drive a trash truck but you have a hunting dog I do have a hunting dog I do okay well Kendra what else would you like to share it's been wonderful to hear all these things 
Man, I just, I love the um, idea of everyone coming together and just understanding Mm -hmm. a broader perspective. And one thing that I'll share with you that has really stuck out to me recently is I just learned what the smoking rate was in Harvey County. And I had no idea what it was. Do you know? Could Mm -hmm. you guess? Is it 29%? Would you guess or Sure, I'll take a guess. I'm going to guess that it's, I bet it's probably higher than you thought. I'm going to say 35%. Okay. Do you know you smile? I, I don't. I know that it's probably higher than we think it yeah. is. Yeah, so I'll tell you what it is here in a minute. But okay. I heard what the statistic was, and it was the day before I was giving a lecture at Bethel. So I went and asked the students there if they had any idea. And the first student kind of shouted out, well, I think it's 80%, 90%. And that number told me a lot about his worldview. Maybe he told me mm-hmm. a little bit about his family of origin, who he had spent his time with, that kind of thing. But he was 80 90%. And I asked the student sitting next to him, and she just looked at me pretty puzzled. She said, oh, people still smoke? I yeah. don't know anyone. And that, again, told me a bit about her worldview, right. who right. she had spent time with and how, mm-hmm. you know, the, who she surrounded herself with. And the actual percentage, I think, in Harvey County is 16 17%. Okay. Oh, well, I'm relieved. Yeah, and I think part of the issue there, too, is that uh, the – Today's generation doesn't necessarily associate vaping with smoking, yeah. and so you get a little bit of a disconnect there. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent but it's point. Saying it's a social activity, right? So who you spend your time with influences mm-hmm. how you spend your time. Sure. Same with how you spend your money. Whoever you spend time with, and if they want to go out to eat, if they drive fancy cars, mm-hmm. they influence you. So talking a lot about like who we spend time with and how it matters. Mm-hmm. So having good mentors and people to look up to. So Susan, I'm glad I have you in my life. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I'm a very good mentor, but thank you for saying that. <laughs> Kendra, how can people contact you if they want more information? Yeah, they can call us. We're on Facebook, uh, okay. Peace Connections. Uh, looking at our website, it's www.peaceconnections.org. Cool. Um, phone number, also anywhere online if you Google it. All right, so. All right. good, good. Because, I mean, there are some people who, who might hear this and want to reach out. And that's a great way of, you know, bridging. I, I will actually tag Peace Connections on Facebook, and we'll get that out when we get this up and uploaded. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, Kendra, I also am grateful for you, but I'm really proud of you. And it feels good when we see Heston High kids doing well. You're not a kid, but I still think of you as a kid. Um, And we're just really grateful for the um, commitment you are giving to this work. I mean, it really does make a difference every day in some way. And we can see the joy on your face as you talk about this and and, and touching other people's lives and helping with that. And I love the candle. It's a hand up and not a handout. I like that a lot. Yeah, that helps to hear. Well, you are welcome to stay for the second half of That's our right. exciting no, program. I don't know that it's going to be as exciting. But, <laughs> but uh, if you need to. Nor, nor as joyous a presenter. <laughs> if <but> you need, <laughs> stop. If you need to get on with your day, we also um, will we release you to the yes, holiday so you're season. You're welcome to stay. You're welcome to hang out. Welcome to call it a day. But Chief Chris Eilert is here with us again. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Rusty. Hi, Susan. Hello. It's so good to have you here. It's like oh. you really just kind of the third person. Like it's, it's, I, I it's seem a th- to be a fairly You're regular a favorite. Yeah, but thing here. You always bring us good information, Chris. It really well, is. And I think or a I, laugh. I yeah. Well, yeah, I try to do that too. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, yeah. It's, our it's our business isn't always the funnest business. That's so true. We try to kind That's of true. liven it up any chance we get. Well, so. I the, just the little vignette that you told before we got started. I'm I I was fascinated by that, and now everyone is going to wonder. What story did he tell? But I'll let him choose. I if don't he's... remember. I'm, <laughs> he I'm a little, I'm a little sleep deprived at the moment. Okay. So, um, it's 
been a it's been a long couple of days. Yeah, so. that's it's understandable. Chris, you know we're moving towards we're moving towards the holidays, and yep. we're very close to Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. Are there things that people should be aware of in in terms of staying safe in the holidays? Well, you know, we talked. There's always the idea of people traveling and, and putting stuff out on social media. Is that something you say? Hey, let's let's be careful about stuff like well, that. Uh, always, but always also know who's on your social media. Yeah, you know. Throttle that down to just the people you know, and right. you're going to be a lot better off in life anyway. Right. Um, you know that that's always a plus. But yeah, you probably shouldn't advertise mm-hmm. that you're going to be gone. And I mean, you know, lock your doors. That's yeah. a you know that's a that's a thing that we talk about, and it's not yeah. just a Heston thing. It's a small town America mm-hmm. thing. You know, lock your doors, lock your cars, take your keys out of your car. Yeah. All those things because you know. There's people looking for rides all the time, and and uh, we just had one last week had a car that m- mysteriously made it down to Newton okay. without the owner knowing. So, okay. you know, those things those things occur occasionally, you. but you know, again, take the keys in with you, lock them up, those things. Um, you know, package package thefts always an issue. Yeah, that was my um, next one. You know, knock on wood that it doesn't happen here very frequently, but it does occur. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. The, the as they've been glorified, the porch pirates yeah. um, make a living doing that. Just uh, if you got a package coming, be alert, be looking for it. You know, um, they make fancy boxes that you can buy that the, the the guy can throw it in and lock it for you. You know, or make other arrangements. You know, if you if you work somewhere, have it delivered to your office if that's feasible. Or even on the whole neighbor thing, maybe yep. tell your neighbors I, about that. Same. Tell your neighbors to watch out for you. And listen yeah. again, it comes back to what I I might say this every time I'm on. Yeah. There. See something, say something. Yes, and it's okay. true. It's true. I've I've subscribed to that theory I, now, and Chris is you have yes. Field some I calls with me. Change so. my cell phone number, but it's fine. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, Ouch. No, I can't I'm believe kidding. you Ouch. had his cell phone number. Oh, I've no, asked for it time and time again. Oh, I is it? Uh, let me, uh, I don't have any business cards, Susan. I'm sorry. Um, no, and and listen, folks. Again, you know, I'll throw this out there. I think I say this all the time too. Is please use nine one one. Yeah. They're very lonely people down there. They they want to talk to you. Yeah. They would love for you to call. <coughs> Excuse me. If if you call our office, you may get the audio auto attendant that kind of directs you to press one to go to nine one one anyway. Yeah. So you've just added a little time to that, you right. know. So mm-hmm. please call them. That's the best way to get a hold of me or one of my officers mm-hmm. is to call nine one one. They they are. I guarantee you, they don't like it when I say this, but they're looking for something to do. Yeah, they would love to come talk to you. So. Please reach out, you know, and do that. Um, yeah, traveling, you know, we had our first big snowstorm, and it was a big one. It really was. It, it was awesome until yeah. I didn't shovel until the end, and that was a terrible <laughs> idea. But, um, you know, we always kind of forget when we're driving that first snowstorm's always a, a mm-hmm. reminder. And and uh, my guys were busy um, yeah. up on, uh, up on the I-35 there with the slab, as we call it, they were up there. The off-ramp seemed to be the issue this time. Yeah. Um, a couple jackknife semis and four five, six cars in the ditch at once. Yeah. And so, you know, just slow down. It's, it is. I mean, it's, it's the holiday, but yeah. you know, if you don't get there, have you really done anything? Yeah. So just slow down, enjoy it. Look around, watch for deer. They're everywhere. They are thick. They, they are thick. Still, absolutely thick. Huh? Oh, yeah, I oh, thought yeah. like November 30th, that cut off. No, no. they didn't get the memo this year, oh, I guess. Shoot. Somebody forgot to uh, put it in the deer's cell phone that yes, they're supposed to exactly. stay off the road. So you're still thick. seeing some Yeah, pit, in fact, I mean, yes. Like... Yep, uh-huh. Mm. Um, I don't, I, I would guess we're probably still getting 
a few a week here in the county, but I know I've been traveling mm-hmm. a little bit here recently, and you see a fresh one yeah. somewhere within a 60-mile radius every day. Yeah, that's not so, in the ditch sleeping. It's no. not sleeping. Wow. Well. No, <laughs> no so be, just be aware, um, you know, and just be aware of the other people. Yeah. So... What about in the stores? I will say today um, I had to go out of town to get groceries. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, like, super aware of of my purse in the cart. And I was, like, kind of feeling a little antsy. Like, And I don't like to judge people, but do you think that we need to kind of be I, I paying more attention? I think it's a horrible idea to be cognizant of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know that it's a judge thing as much as it's just a personal accountability mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. yeah you know be aware you, you worry about you and no. take care of yourself mm-hmm. and yeah you know and kind of be watching it's not, it's not a bad thing mm-hmm. you know you're not you don't have to be judgy to take care of yourself that's true that's a you good know? point i you appreciate can, you, you framing just, it that way you can just Absolutely. take care of yourself and it's fine mm-hmm. you yeah. know because yeah. you know if, if everybody sitting here and everybody probably listening knows that you have a big heart <laughs> and that you know you care about the city you really yeah, do she does you do um, and that people can't say no to you. That's very true. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm and right so, there with you, Chris. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't think that it's, you know, necessarily judgy at all. I think it's just being mm-hmm. aware of your yeah. surroundings, you know, yeah. because listen, there again, you know, we talk about it. I think every time while we're here, bad guys, bad guys. Mm-hmm. and their yeah. job is to take advantage of you. Yeah. That's their employment. Yeah. That's what they do. They're not kind people. They're not nice people. Right. And maybe some, you know, and sometimes people do bad things out of necessity. Sure. But, you know, generally those aren't the career type criminals that do bad so things. I don't, so what you're saying is don't make it easy for them. Don't make it easy for mm-hmm. them. And yeah. Anything you do, the package is delivered to your house, leaving your car unlocked, leaving your purse in your car overnight, mm-hmm. leaving valuables out in public in your car you know if we're as we're um going holiday shopping those of us that haven't got it done yet me um (laughs) you know don't don't go to best buy and then go to the mall and leave your best buy bag in the back seat of your car and expect it to be there when you come out exactly yeah because you're going to be short a window and a best buy bag oh Mm -hmm. gosh i mean that's just how it's going to be oh Oh, yeah 100 percent. so i mean you know it's just it's one of those things we have to kind of if we kind of pay attention to what we're doing and we mm-hmm. kind of take care of ourselves, we'll kind of put ourselves in a much better place, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And well, I don't want to use the, I don't, you know, I, I just think it's just a matter of just, you know, just paying attention a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Seems so, fair. Absolutely. And, yeah. and on the same token, as we move through from Christmas and New Year's, maybe people can be smart. Be smart about your decisions on yep. New know, Year's Eve. And, and yep. you know, there's, Get a ride. There, there's ride shares out there. You know, there's there, ride shares. Yes. There's things you can do, yeah. you know. Be smart. Be I mean, smart. Don't, absolutely. Uh, the last thing you want to do is let us put you up for the night. Yeah. Our <laughs> hotel's feel. not very nice. <laughs> the beds are it's not kind, You have to stand, don't you? Well, no. There's, you get a cement slab mm-hmm. to lay on, maybe a little Well, I guess if you, thick they take you over to Newton. Well, but, like, if you would have to hold somebody here. We don't hold anybody here. They don't get to stay in the country. For their own town. No, nope, they all go to Newton. Yeah. So. so be smart. Be yep. be be smart out there, people. Yeah. I mean, you can be respons- Be an adult. Be you responsible. You can be responsible. You don't have to drink and drive. Mm-hmm. You can and call. Ride. You said and call, call somebody. Yeah. Call yep. some, yeah. I really thought about calling. Uh, Rusty knows this story. I'll be brief, but um, got ready to decorate for Christmas. Wanted to listen to the thirty Christmas CDs that mm-hmm. we have. I mean, I still care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find them. And I looked and looked and looked, and then we looked differently, like, okay, I'll look, and you stay upstairs or whatever. And we couldn't locate them, and I knew someone had broken in 
and taken those. And Mike thought that was strange that someone would come in and just steal the CDs. But we've been missing some Cutco knives over the years, too. So it's like that's where those have gone with the Cutco knives. Right. Well, then the other day, I mean, it was last-ditch effort because I, I really wanted the – I, like this James Taylor CD, mm-hmm. a guy named Gene Neary. So I finally looked at a different angle, and they were on a shelf in a white plastic trash bag with a light shining on them really brightly. Mm-hmm. So there's a metaphor in there somewhere yeah. about, you know, what are you really seeking at Christmas? But right. I right. seriously thought about calling you, but I don't have your cell phone number apparently. I, but um, well, Maybe, maybe <laughs> we need to talk to your kids about getting a premium Spotify account. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Exactly. That, that I have is that Amazon wonderful. music, but you yeah. you know sometimes you can't remember what songs you want it to play, like something from a ways I am back. I'm not touching this one at all. I'm not no, touching. I'm, I'm going on. I, yeah. And so you know other big things going right. on. You know, let, let, we got the big crane swinging around awesome. at the school. We do. You know, and I know there's some people not happy about that, but it's happening now. It's good to see progress. We're oh, making, we are we're so making happy. You know, which I'll tell you some progress we've made. Um, you might notice if you travel on Lincoln. Um, at about Weaver there, we have the crosswalk. Um, we've upgraded that crosswalk okay. to be like the ones on Ridge and, and uh, 81 there. So it's got the LED flashers now instead mm-hmm. of the big one flasher up top. Um, much easier to see. Yeah. So um, we'll be retrograding the, the one over on Randall here in the coming weeks as okay. soon as some more parts come in. So they'll all be the same and and uh, make things safer for the kids to get to school, yeah. you know. And let's, we need to pay, we're at that time of year. This is the worst time of year for morning kids, walker kids, because it's still kind of dark when mm-hmm. some of them are headed that it way. Is. And so we really got to be diligent, yeah. especially on Lincoln and Ridge, you know. Yeah. The to, high to, traffic areas. Yeah, to watch, yeah. To watch, 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 because sometimes they're busy thinking about their day and not paying much attention. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've really, we've really worked hard with, some of the kids in their travel routes and got them using crosswalks and and sidewalks and things like that but there's still a few that have to travel some streets to get where they're yeah. going mm-hmm. and so please be diligent about yeah. about mm-hmm. watching for those kids in the mornings and the evenings or afternoons you know so they do randall. A pretty, they do randall. a pretty good job randall is one randall. Um, yeah yeah it's just you know it, they, they got to get there and then they got, and yeah, we have and you know it's it's amazing to me the amount of walkers we have for the amount of traffic that we also have. Right. Yeah. But I got a ton of middle school walkers. I bet I got, <coughs> excuse me, I mm-hmm. bet I've got, you know, 60 or 70 every day that come through the crosswalk there at the high school while I'm manning it. So, which yeah, is also well, my we favorite. Be part happy about of the that. Day. Yeah. Yeah. 100% my best part of my Good. job is doing the crosswalk. <laughs> Good. So, We're very, glad you're very there. polite, very. They are very, and they talk and, you know, and so it's great. Absolutely. I enjoy it immensely. So, absolutely. Well, Chris, is there anything else? Uh, you know, no, I don't think so. Okay. I just everybody, everybody have a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. And, and we'll see the first season. episode in 2024. Most likely. Know. I'll probably be back. I mean, again, again, it's hard to say no. So, you, know, you can't you say know. no to Susan. No, it's no. Chris, thank you. Yeah. Get you. But thank you. Thank you so what, much. Absolutely. What you and your officers do is probably the biggest gift we get in this mm-hmm. town because we feel safe and we feel supported and we are grateful. Very and much so. And I appreciate that. And my guys work hard to... to bring that across and and you know i'll tell you not everybody i'm sure not everybody will agree and that's fine but you know again my door's always open yeah and i don't get very many people that come and say anything different so mm-hmm. if you if you have a different experience i you know i urge you to come talk mm-hmm. to me and let's you know let's work it out yeah. let's, absolutely let's see if there's something we can do to make it better because 
you know, we're just here to keep everybody safe and, yeah. and make Heston as great as it is. So. Yes, yeah, it is. It is. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Kendra. Uh, the studio audience is going to be there for you. A um, couple things coming up. We've got some closures for the library. They're going to be closed Saturday, December 23rd, and closed Christmas Day, uh, which they should be, I would assume. They're also going to be closed on Saturday, December 30th, and closed Monday, January 1st to ring in the new year. So the, the public library, the hub of the community, closed those days. Again, Saturday the 23rd, December 25th, December 30th, and December or January 1st. And you told me you're having a big fondue party. For Christmas, I guess yeah. that's not open to the entire community. No, thank I'm you. No, sorry. yeah, I kind of yeah, implied go, that. You, you really did. I mean, I mean, yeah. I was talking with Lindsay Jantz the other day about how we seem to feed a lot of people. And, this, yeah, so, no, this is our private Christmas. Private yeah. Christmas party. <laughs> so, so don't. Don't go. You know, everybody knows where you are. But That's true. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk Merry to you. Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Once again, this has been the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the Hubbo community, the Heston Public Library, recorded on podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we will see you in 2024.